Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. We are now joined by Gene Geiger. Gene, good, good morning, Gene. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Thank you so much for having me back. Well, thanks for thanks for being back. I mean, that's it takes two to tango there. We can have a lot of people back, but if they don't come back, that doesn't help. So thanks. I'm Thank here. You. We appreciate that. Not only is he the CEO of Geiger, it's it's coincidental that he's got the last name, obviously. Um, he's the chair of the Charter Commission, having been elected to that commission in June of 2014. So we'll talk to him about merging cities after... Uh, after election day yesterday, I don't know if anybody's actually too concerned about saving money, but they must be somewhere because this commission's going on. So um, there was a lot of talk about merging the cities. There were recent campaigns. There's a lot of people talked about it. I know the mayoral races, there were the candidate candidates, there were questions about it. And I know there's going to be opposition. There's going to be a lot of support. It's going to be a little thing uh, on both sides. What do you see the key reasons being for not merging? Well, there is going to be plenty of opposition, no doubt. Um, people just don't trust government. All they see is dysfunction. And so when something like this, some change, significant change, is put in front of people, people are going to assume nothing good is going to come of it. People are going to say, well, we'll never see those savings, and my taxes won't go down, and I don't want my kids to have to go to that school way over there, and we don't want to have their problems, their debt, this, that, the other thing. And, and it is legitimate. There are concerns. Government doesn't function well. Um, and frankly, if we're going to um, assert this, we're going to have to make a pretty good case. Um, but I'll also say that if we don't do this, we're going to continue to have what we currently have. And that is we're going to have one community but two separate cities going in different directions. And from my point of view, that's just not good enough. We've got to do better than that, I think. So our job is to put in front of us um, this opportunity, put in front of the voters this opportunity, and, and say, here we can rethink how our cities are organized, how our cities are run. Um, we can put in front of people the potential to reimagine uh, how schools might work, how governments operate. Um, Princeton, New Jersey um, went through a process like this that resulted in the borough of Princeton and the township of Princeton merging uh, in January of 2013. And I've got a friend who lives here, and he is just very happy about it. He tells me that his taxes haven't gone up in several years. And on top of that, and this is a guy who can afford it, he doesn't have to pay for garbage pickup every quarter like he had been. So he's happy about the services that uh, he's getting. So I don't know if we can do that here, but I would think we should be able to do something like that here. And this is an opportunity, and our Charter Commission is obliged to make the case to people. We're talking with Gene Geiger. He's the chair of the Charter Commission. Coming up, we're going to talk about you know possible savings, um, things of that nature as well, as we continue talking about the Charter Commission and 
merging Lewiston and Auburn. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. It's 712 and 38 degrees. Oxford Networks, bringing you a world of technology options. Hopefully you don't need stitches. That's expensive. Especially if you don't have insurance. It's rough. Gene Geiger is in. He's the chair of the Charter Commission. He's the CEO of Geiger, but we're talking about the Charter Commission this hour. First segment, we talked about the reasons for not merging. Now we're going to talk about what the cities could save in a merger, how much tax will be cut. I assume you guys don't have like pinpoint 100%. I know this will save $427,000.11 or whatever it is. I know you guys probably don't have those type of numbers, but uh, what do you think is going to happen with this uh, savings-wise? Well, first let me just say I think we will have some specific numbers, and, and maybe later on we'll talk about oh, how we're going to get to that. But just talk in general terms. I was, I was by the way, scanning the newspaper real quick this morning before coming in, and there was somebody from Auburn who was quoted that the taxes are too high, and we're always going to hear the taxes are too high. You know, no one's ever going to be happy with, with the taxes they're paying. Um, nevertheless, taxes are necessary. And if you look at Auburn and Lewiston, there's combined $200 million bucks that is spent between running government and providing services and, and the school systems. So it just, I can't imagine there isn't some percentage, two, three, four percent, pick a number out of that 200 million bucks that can't be found by merging departments, by reducing costs here and there. Um, so let's say you pick a number, pick 2% of $200 million. That's $4 million that someone can do something with. Uh, that's, it may be a small percentage, but it's still a lot of money. And it seems to me you're going to be able to find a way to use that money more effectively. Now, I got to say that you're not going to find $4 million, $2 million, $5 million immediately because there's going to be a transition period. And an awful lot of those savings are going to come from uh, reductions in personnel. Uh, there's going to be people that are leaving, but you're not going to have people get fired the day after an election. The way to do that properly is to have a transition period where people uh, leave because they're retiring, because they've got other jobs, and you work that through over a period of time. So having said all that, <clears throat> there'll be some amount of money that will be pinpointed. But the Charter Commission isn't going to figure out what to do with it. After a vote, assuming it's favorable, there will be a bunch of citizens, elected officials, that will sit down and make final decisions about how many policemen, how many firemen, how the school department's going to work, this, that, and the other things. And then they will decide what to do with that amount of money. And my guess is that some portion of that money will go to hold down the growth of taxes, and some portion will probably go into improving services of some kind, school systems, this or that. So it's going to be figured out. There will be specifics, but it's going to be implemented gradually and by people who thoughtfully decide what to do with it. Talk with Gene Geiger. He's the chair of the Charter Commission. We'll have more coming up. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. It is almost 724 and 38 degrees. We're live on the corner of Center and Bradman. What's that sound? I'm way ahead of you. That You can hold on to him forever, I guess. That would probably be kind of the same thing. Gene Geiger is the chair of the Charter Commission. We continue to talk about that now. Now, 
so in the first segment, you talked about the reasons for not merging. Uh, we talked uh, in generalities about possible tax savings and, and city savings. How are you guys going to prove to the voters, and I assume this is probably uh, your, the job of the commission and the mission of the, of the commission, is to what costs, benefits, benefits, impacts on services are going to be, what, what it's going to save the average person, and, and how it's going to help them so that they can approve something like this? Well, we've got to get into the specifics. Uh, we can talk in generalities, but people want to know, okay, exactly how is this going to work? So we're about to hire a firm, a nonprofit firm called CGR. They're out of Rochester, New York, and they are an expert, or they are experts in municipal organizations, and they do work all over the place, Northeast, uh, to, uh, to work with governments to help them get more efficient, and in some cases, to help merge districts or other government uh, bodies. So they were the firm that conducted a study on behalf of a Princeton, New Jersey work group. And they worked with the citizens there to project how a combined city would be organized and how it would function. And then the voters, after they got this picture painted for them, then made the decision. So the way we would do it here is we'd have their specialists come in here and dig into how governments operate, how the schools work, uh, the departments, the employees, the expenses, and all that sort of thing. And then they would put in front of us options, suggestions, ideas, based on what they know works elsewhere, in other words, best practices and such, and say, okay, here's what you might do here if there was a combined city. Then we would put in, put this information in front, or we would actually organize and have a number of citizen work groups listening to their thoughts, their changes, their, their ideas, and then the, these people would make decisions on what would make sense here. So we would end up um, pulling together a vision and a set of recommendations for a merged city and these recommendations would include how the schools would be operated, how the city would run, and from that you get a pro forma budget. You put all the stuff together and you add up the numbers and you get a, a, a clearer picture or a pretty clear picture on what the savings would be if we did this and we did that and so on and so on. So we, we assemble a plan and we say to everybody, here's Here's what it would look like if you vote yes. If the citizens vote yes, then the plan is put in front of a subsequent group of people, elected officials, who would then take this model and decide, okay, what are we really actually going to do? So our group paints the picture. Subsequent groups will make the final decisions. In the case of Princeton, I was told that about 90% of what the study commission came up with was in fact implemented um, in the final in the final deal and so it would take a lot of work it would take a lot of back and forth but this is how this is logical and this is how you should be doing it in a community where you have citizens taking a look making final decisions but it'll get pretty specific and the voters will have a pretty good sense of what this means financially to them Gene Geiger is the chair of the Charter Commission. 
We'll talk more about it coming up. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055 at 744. It's 40 degrees. The Breakfast Club. Oxford Networks, now offering clout. Band before there was a TV show with the same name. Mr. Wendell, Z1055, 752, 40 degrees. Talking with Gene Geiger, the chair of the Charter Commission. We've been talking about that this entire hour. If you missed any of this interview, just go online to Z1055.com. The most basic work of the commission is to draft the charter that's going to specify how government's going to function. What's the uh, what's the update on that? Where are you guys on that? Well, I mean, that is our basic function, um, the most elemental thing we have to do. We've finished draft one of, of that charter, and we're going to be circulating it around to everybody that has... Uh, spoken to us or we've interviewed or talked to and uh, for whom we've had for whom we have email addresses um, and I'm going to post uh, a copy of it on our website which is uh, by the way at newlacharter.ning.com and if anyone sends me an email ggeigercc at gmail.com I'll send them a copy of it but the key thing is this is a draft charter and we are putting it out for people to take a look at. Nothing's in concrete. Uh, we haven't had a lawyer scrub through it yet. Uh, and so we're putting it out so that people can take a look and make suggestions and give us whatever ideas they have on it. But frankly, it's not gonna be a whole lot different from what currently exists in the Lewiston or, or the Auburn charters. We haven't found any reasons to make any big changes. And frankly, as we've developed this thing, we've taken um, a look at the Model Cities Charter. The, the, the national group puts out one that's a model that cities try to follow. So there's not going to be a whole lot in there that's going to be uh, unusual. The big benefits are not going to be, the big benefits of merging Lewiston Auburn are not going to be found in some document that we put out. The big changes are going to result from assembling a unified government and school system and what that unleashes in terms of improved efficiencies, school quality, uh, community energy, community attractiveness, and those ideas that are not part of a charter but that, that'll go, that'll come to pass by putting the organizations, the governments together. So essentially this is a long-term play and LA East does not become LA West on day two. The idea here is to plant seeds of livability that are going to attract new people and new ideas and be a sort of a foundation for growth and prosperity. The charter gets things put together. The real stuff, the real benefit comes from how it's put together and that's going to be done uh, after people vote in favor of uh, doing so. Gene Geiger. Wow, that was pretty good. We, we ended up running out of time, so you still had a question left, which is good. That doesn't ever happen, Gene. That's great. That's well, good. Well, then, Matty, have me back. I'd be delighted to be back I, anytime. I guess we'll have to have you then, Gene. Twist, twist my arm. Gene Geiger is the chair of the Charter Commission. He's also the CEO of Geiger. Thank you, Gene. Thanks, Matty. G give my best to, to Pete. I hope he, he hasn't rotted out his teeth yet with all that candy that he had uh, the other day. He's, he's still got a few bars left. I can... <laughs> Goodness gracious. We'll have more coming up. We'll be talking to the folks from Heidi's Brooklyn Deli next hour. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055 at 756, 41 degrees. The Breakfast Club.
This is your sports fly. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.